We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Lineup HQ Lineup Builder. This one's for a four-gamer. On Saturday and Sunday in the NFL this weekend, we're going to walk you through a little bit this weekend and talk talk about some players and just overload you with information. That's what we're here to do. So back at it with Squirrel Patrol, John Breslin. He's here. Uh, it's a nice early morning for us. And uh, if you have any questions, guys, get them in. We'll answer them. Otherwise, we're going to talk through these players. John, how you doing, man? Good. Good morning. It's uh, earliest I've done a show in quite some time, maybe ever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're here to talk some football. Should be a good week of uh, yeah. a good weekend of, of some divisional games. So yeah, let's get it rolling. Yeah, I used to I used to do those uh, lineup builders with uh, Big T, and boy, he was an early, he was an early bird, man. He he crack of dawn, he wanted to get the show going. So uh, this is not, I'm not this is not new new territory for me. I've been here. I'm experienced. I'm like uh, you know. Like Tom Brady in the playoffs, I got the experience. You're the Brock Purdy here. This is yeah. your first go around on the early show, but yeah. we're going to walk through these four games. So, if you don't know by now, there's a lineup HQ for a two gamer on Saturday, lineup HQ for a two gamer on Sunday. This is the full four games. We'll walk you through just a couple shell lineups and tell you who we like, just a different perspective. So, uh, it's been a fun, it was a fun playoff weekend. I mean, that was, that was some exciting games last weekend. I expect it to be just as good this weekend. Hopefully, this stuff lives up to, uh, to the hype. So, uh, John, without further ado, you want to get to it, man? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get it going. Let's start off on DraftKings and let's talk about some quarterbacks. <clears throat> We've got uh, four games, eight guys to choose from. And uh, basically, we need to figure out from top to bottom. We got so we've got an upper tier here. All right. We got an upper tier of guys. Uh, the Josh Allens, the Jalen Hurts, and the Patrick Mahomes seem to be in a tier of their own in price and more or less projection. How do you feel about those guys? I mean, they're obviously like, three of the best quarterbacks in the, you know, in the NFL, uh, three of the best quarterbacks for, for DFS all season long. Um, but I, I think you can get a little bit different here, um, especially on DraftKings where the, the pricing is, is a little bit tighter. 
And I guess, uh, you know, the, the, the differences in the, the quarterback salaries is a little bit bigger. Um, yeah, obviously, like Patrick Mahomes has the dots, I think, for I catch games. I think I'd be going with, with Patrick Mahomes. Um, team's got the the highest implied point total on the weekend. You know, he's playing in, in Arrowhead. Um, I'm a, a, like a little bit more concerned about like Jalen Hurts um, than that maybe the field is. Like, I, I don't like the fact that that shoulder injury and he hasn't, he didn't seem to like be getting the rushes in the red zone. Like, and he needs that. Um, you know, like you, you need Jalen Hurts to be, to be getting rushing yards, rush, rushing touchdowns to, to pay off that salary. Like all three of these quarterbacks are going to have big, big passing games, most likely. Uh, it's the playoffs. You need know, like Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and, and Josh Allen. Um, but if you take away Jalen Hurts' rushing ability, like he's not that different than like Joe Burrow. Um, so, so yeah, I, and actually I've, I've got a guy, I think for tournaments, uh, might be my favorite guy, all, all things considered, you know, ownership salary. So Trevor Lawrence down at, at 6,000 uh, playing Kansas City. Like that game's got the highest point total. And you've got to think that, that Jacksonville is going to be having to, to throw the ball um, if they're going to keep up with Kansas City. So at like 2,000 less than Patrick Mahomes, I, I kind of like Trevor Lawrence. Um, like I, I think that the Jags are going to put the ball in the, the hand of their best best player, their franchise guy here. Um, it's it's going to be the biggest game you know, franchise has seen in quite some time. So, um, yeah, I, I think of the, the cheaper guys, I think my preference is Trevor Lawrence. Okay. So that was going to take me to the next range of guys that we talk about, which is, Price wise, it's it's Burrow, Prescott, and Lawrence, and you you like Lawrence over. Uh, so, what do you think about Joe Burrow though this weekend? Like, I know you like Lawrence, but uh, are you like that game has on paper or before it starts? It feels like that could be the game where, like, it could just be an offensively efficient shootout for both those quarterbacks. What do you feel about uh, like a, a Joey Burrow? So, yeah, man, I like Burrow, too. I think those are my two favorite games. I think of the, the set of four, I think those are probably going to be a lot of people's you know, favorite, two favorite games. Um, I, Burrow and, and Lawrence are kind of similar. I just think that, like, that game could just be a little bit lower score. Either one of these games could blow up, but I like the Kansas City game to blow up a little bit more. Both the those teams pass the ball a lot. Um, whereas I could see the the Cincinnati Buffalo game, maybe being a little bit more reliant on the ground games. Um, if one of the teams gets out to a big lead, I think like Buffalo or Cincinnati, I think they could end up just running the ball. Um, whereas I think with the Jacksonville, Kansas city game, I think that both teams are going to keep passing no matter what. <laughs> so that, okay. that, that game is the game that I like to go over probably the, the most. Um, so I, I wouldn't. I, Edinburgh was also a good option for, for tournaments, uh, but I, my preference is still a little bit Trevor Lawrence. All right, and I'll, I'll talk about the guy in the middle there, Dak Prescott. I, I don't think he's going to get any love this weekend at all, as far as ownership. And there's just so many good quarterback play. Like, there's more good quarterback plays than any other position. They're all like, there's something you could say about all of them that are good. He'll go under owned. Yeah. And uh I'm kind of like I'm not I'm not sure what to think about this game. There's a chance that the 49ers defense we've seen it over the last month has gotten beat pretty good by some pretty marginal quarterbacks at best. You know, uh Jared Stidham put it on them and 
for about a half there last week, for about a half and a few minutes into the third quarter, I thought Seattle was just – they couldn't stop Seattle, to be honest, which, you know, Gino was driving down the field up until the minute he fumbled the ball in the red zone when they were about to take the lead back again. So I don't know about this past even. Maybe it could be had for the 49ers, and Dak's going to come in under own. I, I'm thinking that's really interesting, but then that takes us to the last two guys in this category for us price-wise. It's, it's Jones and Purdy are going to be down at the bottom there. Speaking of Dak, and he's facing off against a rookie, Purdy. He was a slate breaker last weekend in the Super Wild Card round. What do, what do you think about his prospects this weekend? Are you back on him where you say it's time to it's time to get off of this horse, man? Um, Brock Purdy? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> I he he did have a good game last weekend, but he needed a rushing touchdown to get there, and that's that's not his his game really. Um so I I mean, yeah, for just $600 less than, like, Lawrence for, um, yeah, like, yeah, 700 less than Dak Prescott. Like, I'm I'm going to probably try to find a, a way to spend up. Um, I think, like, San, I, I like the San Francisco offense, but, like, I, so much, much of it is going through Christian McCaffrey yeah. um, that I, I don't think you need to go all the way down to, to Brock Purdy. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm probably going to uh, keep, like, my lowest quarterback – you know, other, other than a set of 150, and if you're playing a Millie Maker, I think you can do whatever you want. Um, but I'm not going to be playing a whole lot of Brock Purdy this weekend. Okay, then talk to me about if, if you were going to punt this, and I know punt is relative because the salaries are so close anyway, but those last two guys, Jones and Purdy, do you think Danny Dimes can, uh, you know, have a little success here? I think mean, he's going to be, I don't know if he's going to be popular, but people saw him last weekend. He looked good. It's the, the recency bias. What do you think about Danny Dimes? Uh, he's another guy kind of. You know, sits in the the Brock Purdy category. He had a good game last weekend, but it, it's interesting. This this round of the playoffs is always interesting because so many of the guys had good games last weekend because they had to to, to advance. <laughs> uh, it's like all of these teams either have an excellent star quarterback or a quarterback who did it pretty well last weekend. Um, again, with, with Daniel Jones, I think the Giants' key to this game is going to be to try to keep Jalen Hurts off the field. And I think it's going to be like, that's going to be through Saquon Barkley, uh, not necessarily through Daniel Jones. So, yeah, uh, probably, you know, I'm probably not going to be playing a whole lot of, of Daniel Jones and, and Brock Purdy. And if I'm if I'm spending down, it's going to be probably for Trevor Lawrence or and maybe some Dak Prescott. So if we're building a DraftKings lineup right now, a little shell for the people, you, you're saying Trevor Lawrence is your guy. Yeah, I think if we're going to try to get a little bit different, I mean, I'm definitely going to have a lot of Patrick Mahomes, you know, especially in cash games. Uh, I think you can make an argument for Josh Allen. Jalen Hurts probably my least favorite of the top three just because of some of the injury concerns. I don't think are really factored into like the projections and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, and then I think if we're going to get get different and like, you know, for the purposes of the show, you know, I think we can get a little bit different and maybe put in Trevor Lawrence. Fair enough. All right. Well, we got Lawrence in there. Uh, so let's just let's talk about wide receivers in so we can talk about maybe pair. It's a four game slate. So where are you with uh, pairing your wide receiver quarterback, maybe even a run back on a four gamer as compared to a full slate or even a two gamer? Like where, where are you with that? Is it something you got to do? Double stack, triple stack? What do you, what do, you do? Generally, this, the less games on the slate, the more I like to stack. Uh, so I think like with this, I think you want to stack, you know, Trevor Lawrence, you know, and we're, we're spending down a quarterback. 
So I would say that that gives us a couple of opportunities. Like we can definitely, you know, obviously we want to pair Trevor Lawrence with one or two of his own own receivers. Otherwise, he's not going to be the quarterback in the in the winning lineup. Um, and it, then we also have the op- opportunity to maybe spend up at some runbacks, uh, which is, you know, the, the Kansas City guys tend to be a little more expensive. So I would definitely pair Trevor Lawrence with at least two of his own like receivers or tight ends. Um, and the first guy I would I would look at is actually Christian Kirk. Okay, that was gonna be that was gonna be what we're we're talking about next. So you like uh, Christian Kirk as your favorite target with him? I like Christian Kirk too. I think that there's a they got three really good options, top top notch options to stack with Trevor Lawrence if you're doing it. There's Kirk, uh, there's Zay Jones, and there's Evan Ingram. Uh, so you want two of those three, or would you go one of the really good ones and then go cheaper with a Marvin Jones or somebody like that? I would start with Christian Kirk. I think this lineup will almost certainly end up with Zay Jones. <laughs> uh, but I yeah, I like the idea. I don't want to jump ahead, but I, I really like the idea. If we're using Trevor Lawrence, comparing him with Travis Kelsey over Evan Ingram, uh, and then we'll see what we end up with in the flats. This could end up being a two, two tight end lineup. All right, that sounds good. Let's double stack. That's what we like there. We're going to double stack. Now let's talk about some other wide receivers that maybe maybe make our way in this lineup from other teams. Uh, I mean, we might as well talk about Kansas City real quick and uh, see who who maybe we could run that back with. Uh, is your favorite pass, like the most popular guy, is going to be Kelsey? Are you down with the, the Kelsey at tight end? Or, you know, do you feeling like maybe taking a, a wild stab on one of these other wide receivers? Yeah, the, the wide receivers of Kansas City tend to be hard to predict. Uh, you see Canarius Tony with some of the dots there. Um, I, I might actually leave the the Kansas City wide receivers alone for right now just because there's so many other guys. Um, and I think we're going to have some salary to spend. Um, and I like I, I really consider Kelsey to be like one of the, the primary wide receiver here. So like, I, I don't think we need to pair him to pair Trevor Lawrence with a Kansas city wide receiver, just because we compare him with the Kansas city tight end. Fair enough. Let's talk about some of the top notch options at the position. Then we got Jamar chase, Stefan Diggs, CD lamb, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, all at the top of the food chain there for projections. Uh, do you see yourself in a lineup like this, taking one of those guys or uh, uh, which one of those guys interests you the most? I, I might go with Gabe Davis here. Oh, you're going a little mid-range action. Uh, yeah, and and the the thought process is if I'm if I'm playing Trevor Lawrence, like I'm I'm skipping over Josh Allen, and that's a big deal. Um, so I want to get a wide receiver that I think like could could give Josh Allen a a big score, but I want to have the wide receiver because I'm using a different quarterback. Because uh, I think my yeah you know, the quarterback I'm using could outscore him or at least on a, a point per dollar basis. Like I think Gabe Davis is that guy. That give Josh Allen a big explosive game, uh, but I'm going to take Gabe Davis, hoping that Trevor Lawrence also has a really big game, if that makes sense, right? Like I'm, I'm trying to cover my exposure to not having Josh Allen by having Gabe Davis. Yeah, definitely, definitely makes sense. And uh, I like the way that's it's going to take shape here. Let's just talk about, uh, let's plug him in then. I like it, man. We, you know, like I don't want to not have exposure, <laughs> to the Buffalo side of that game. And like you said, we're not, we don't have Josh Allen here. So 
Uh, let's plug in, you know, Gabe Davis, Zay Jones. We got a double stack. We've got uh, a bring back right now, or we don't have a bring back. But we know it's probably going to be end up being Kelsey. We'll talk about it in a minute. Let's just hit on a few other wide receivers before we uh, jump out of the category and see. So those those upper echelon guys I mentioned, like what's your – do you see yourself playing at least one of those guys in most of your lineups, or or do you would you rather spend that running back, which we haven't talked about yet, but if you had to – if you had a spend up, are you more of a running back spend up this week or or, or wide receiver? Probably running back, uh, just because I like Christian McCaffrey. And yeah, I like both McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. I think that's gonna be tough to uh tough to afford if you're also really spending up at, at wide receiver. I mean, obviously any of these wide receivers could like could break the slates. Uh I think my favorite is gonna of the pricier guys is gonna be Jamar Chase. Um Maybe then CeeDee Lamb just because of, of both ownership and like I think Lamb could see a, a big concentration of the the Jack Prescott air yards, right? So, um, so I think Jamar Chase is my my favorite of the spend ups at wide receiver. This is going to be a tough to afford him. Um, yeah, and like, you see CeeDee Lamb there. Like that's one of the reasons I don't think you necessarily need to go Jack Prescott if you're spending down a quarterback. So I think you, you can just pick CeeDee Lamb. Um, and it's unlikely that Dak has a tremendously good game without CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe he runs for 100 yards. We don't know. It's football, right? Like, that's just the way it is. But I, I, I'm i with you right there. I, li- I like those guys, too. They're very interesting. And uh, let's talk about a few other guys. Let's talk about the Philly game real quick. We didn't really hit on hit on those wide receivers because on one side you have Philly, who's projected to score a lot of points. They got a couple wide receivers. They got a couple really good ones. It's the Giants I'm intrigued in because they have three wide receivers. They're all super cheap. They can all be like the number one guy on any given week. And they've all put up, like at some point in time, they put up pretty big totals here in recent weeks since they've kind of, it seems like they've kind of evolved that offense here the last five or six weeks. So like, talk to me about Philly. And uh, those guys, your interest level in those guys, but then uh, really the Giants and, and the cheaper guys. Like, what do you? How are you feeling about those guys? Which one's your favorite this weekend? Do you do you plan on having one? I'm probably not going to be going over the field on on the Giants. I, I might end up under the field on this whole game. I, I think that the Giants have a path here. Their, their path to victory is probably to try to keep Jalen Hurts off the field. Uh, whereas I don't see that necessarily in like the the Jacksonville Kansas City game, where I think they're both teams are just going to keep passing. Like, I think like for the Giants, if they want to try to win this game, they maybe want to keep Jalen Hurts off the field, and that's going to be a lot of Saquon Barkley runs. And like for most of the season, the Giants just kind of played things close through most of their games and tried to, um, you know, tried to, to eke out a win at the, at the end. Um, so I, I'm probably going to be under the field on the, the Philly and the Giants wide receivers. Fair enough. Just to round out the category here, I'm uh, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of Richie James this week. You know, I feel like if there's one guy that's going to beat this Philly defense, I think it's going to be James. It's just been you're kind of like taking a stab in the dark with these guys, man. But uh, I think it's a Richie James week. Don't quote me on that. To the Dallas game, I like the CD Lamb. Uh, CD Lamb exposure and uh, a run back for that. Brandon Ayuk, I think it's an Ayuk week, but Again, there's a lot of weapons for San Francisco, and it's tough to pin them down. So I think that's where we are. Let's go to tight end real quick because I think it's pretty cut and dry with this lineup. 
and then we can hit on some other guys. You're you're just this feels like it's got to be Kelsey in this lineup, right? I think so. I, I think this lineup is saying that, that Kelsey's having a big game. Um, that's causing Jacksonville to, to pass to catch up. Fair enough. The other tight ends, there's there's probably a huge drop off here. We're expecting playoffs, Kelsey to you know step it up and all that good stuff. He kind of doesn't really put it put it together too much in the regular season anymore, but the playoffs should be that time. Uh, so a, a big drop off here. But if you're gonna, first of all, when you go into your lineup HQ in your settings, are you are you keeping double tight ends a possibility in GPP or or is it just one tight end for you this week? I think you can play multiple tight ends. Um, and it's like. I don't know. Like these guys are pretty good, you know, at catching the football. So like, yeah. you know, I, you could absolutely see like Travis, Travis Kelsey and Evan Ingram yeah. both having big games, right? Uh, like that would not be a surprise. You could see like Dallas Goddard and and George Kittle having big games. Um, you know, Dalton Schultz is in there as a you know as a receiving threat. Um, you know, this is a pretty good tight end selection. Um, yeah. I the the other guys, I you know, I. If I really need to save salary, maybe I'm looking at like Dawson Knox and, and Hayden Hurst. I'm going to look at those guys more if I'm using the quarterback in that lineup. Um, like the other, like the top four guys can really, you know, they could put up big yardage games and big like big touchdown games. Like a lot of these uh, tight ends tend to be like touchdown dependent. Like if they don't get a touchdown, they they probably aren't landing on the optimal lineup. And it's more about salary savings and stuff like that. Like, not with this group of tight ends. Like, Travis Kelsey, Dallas Goddard, like, any of these guys could, could kind of break a slate. Like, it wouldn't be shocking to see any of these guys get 100 yards and, and get eight receptions, 100 yards, and a touchdown. I agree. When it's a full slate, I'm I'm not taking a tight end in the flex. But on this, on this little four-gamer, the way it sets up with these tight ends, these top one, two, three, four, five guys are basically glorified wide receivers, man. They can put up wide receiver numbers. So I'm with you 100%. That's that's a setting I, I made last night was to include one of those five guys in the flex if if the you know optimizer so chose to put one there. So uh, let's just hit on the other ones real quick. Kelsey, the cream of the crop. I'm a, kind of a fan of Godair this week. I think it's a, I think there's a chance that I mean one of those pass catchers for Philly, like one of them has to get there. AJ, Devontae, or Godair. One of them has to get there for these guys to, you know, win this game against the Giants. I think it may be him. Uh, I'm not as high on Kittle, Ingram, and Schultz as Godair, but they're okay. What do you think about those five and any other salary savers you might want to talk about before we move on? Um, so like, obviously like for the purposes of this lineup, I like Kelsey and Ingram, um, George Kittle might, there might be some recency bias there. He might end up being a little bit overowned. Um, he's you know, obviously had some big games kind of down the stretch. Um, I don't know if that's going to continue so much now that they've got like everybody back. Um, but I mean, you know, but he's, you know, he's had a good, good stretch there. Uh, I just, I, of the, the top ones, like Kittle is probably the one that I'm most comfortable like being under, under the field on. Um, Dalton Schultz is a guy I'm probably going to pair more with like Dak Prescott than trying to play him independently. Um, just cause like they, they have CD lamb there. Um, so like, I think, yeah, I, I'm probably going to pair Schultz with Dak Prescott more than, than playing him independently, even though I like, had a huge game last weekend. Um, I just, 
you know, there's so many good options. So I, I probably like Kelsey and Ingram the most, you know, like on a kind of point per dollar ownership basis, um, then Dallas Goddard, um, then Schultz and, and Kittle. Uh, you know, I, I tend to agree with you there. My cliff notes would be uh, George Kittle just doesn't – he loses some action to Debo Samuel when, when Debo's back in the in the game, and Dallas has a fairly good scheme against tight ends. So uh, I do like – Kittle could always be a slave. Like the first drive of the game, he could catch one of those quick 10-yard passes and take it down the middle for 70 yards, and then you're thinking – Slate breaker, game over if you faded him. That's the that's the you know price you pay here. But that's what I think about Kittle is he's gonna lose the he's gonna lose a few targets in the game, passing game. I think they want him to block a little more in this matchup. And Dallas has a pretty good scheme. Dalton Schultz, my cliff note would be it sounds stupid. I know, man. Some guys they don't like this kind of stuff, but when a guy has a big game in the NFL one week. The next week, it usually goes somewhere else in that offense. The other team either adjusts or they adjust their game, something. So I don't – Schultz had a huge game last weekend, but like you, like we've said, I think it's a CD game more than a Schultz game. And that's a crazy narrative, but that's where I am. And Evan Ingram's fine. Go there, I like. And Kelsey, we talked about. So let's move on. Let's let's plug some running backs in here and then, and then get on to FanDuel real quick. All right, let's talk about some running backs. Uh, the big dogs, Barkley, McCaffrey, this week stand out in price tags. Stand out in projection. Uh, which which one of these guys are you feeling? I probably like Christian McCaffrey as the as the priority here. Um, like he makes up such a big part of the San Francisco offense, and they're they're playing home. They're favored. Um, I just like if you're San Francisco, you're putting the ball in Brock Purdy's hands or Christian McCaffrey's. You got to you got to think it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. So I. I I'd make him the priority, but I do like Saquon Barkley as well. I, I just don't know if we'll be able to afford him. Yeah, I'm, I'm wrestling with this one. These are two really good players, and I, I could see that going either way. You just never know. And so I, I do think if we're talking – do we have ownership up? Yeah, we do. Oh, okay. It's a little bit more – I thought it would be swayed a little bit more towards McCaffrey, but that's a pretty tight That's a pretty tight one right there. Let's talk about some of the other guys below them in price range right there, uh, the Mixons and ETNs and – Pollard, you feel you feeling any of these guys in that mid range? Probably not as much as the ownership would is showing there. Um, I like if, if I'm playing Trevor Lawrence, I'm not necessarily playing like Etienne paired with him. Like he hasn't had like huge receiving games. Um, so like for this lineup, I'd probably and I I'd probably go under the field on Etienne, uh, like under what the field is indicating there, uh, and tr- try to see if I could like spend up to get like McCaffrey and, and Saquon Barkley uh, more than the field is uh, like we've got. Yeah. We've got Eddie N is, is the second highest owned um, running back there. Like, I don't is, know. If I have that much faith. Is in Miles Sanders really going to be the highest owned running back? That's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> because Christian McCaffrey's price tag, all, although the highest on DraftKings is still very, very cheap compared to his production. The eight grand, if that's if this was a main slate, eight grand would be a steal for McCaffrey, right? Yeah. Uh, so I like I. It's gonna be hard to get away from McCaffrey. <laughs> uh, Let's but, plug him in. Yeah. Plug him in, man. Like, uh, yeah, that's just a good price tag, and we do that. All right. So now, if we plug him in in this particular lineup, we're gonna have to start hitting up some value here. 
So we got one running back, one running back spot left. A defense which saves us a little money. The flex, who know we could do like like you said, the double tight end save us a little. But this running back in this particular line would have to be semi cheap. Do you, do you have anybody in mind here for for that price range? Probably, I'd start with Jarek McKinnon. Uh, if we're we're doing like I said, like it, four games late, I like to game stack maybe a little bit more. Um, and if I'm using the the quarterback here like Trevor Lawrence like I don't mind the idea of using Jarek McKinnon just because he's going to get potentially more reception so like I'm saying this game is going to is going over with this lineup like I'm saying this game's going over and that's probably more of a Jarek McKinnon game than a Isaiah Pacheco or, or whatever like you know kind of ground running back Kansas City is rolling out all right I like I like McKinnon let's plug him in and see where that leaves us in salary right here that's going to be a you know what? We can make that happen. Uh, just say we plug in a, a random defense, the cheapest. Like, defenses kind of don't matter. We don't know who's going to score what on this slate, if anybody's going to get a touchdown, if not. So you could save a lot of money at defense, leave yourself, uh, what, 4600 or less on on the flex spot. That could be a lot of different – we've talked about the tight ends. There's pass catchers. There's all kinds of options. So this would work. This works, man. I think this is a really cool lineup. So – we're going to leave it right there. I don't want to fill in all the spots, but let's move on to FanDuel. Now, that one looks really good for DraftKings. I think things are a little bit different on FanDuel where, uh, you know, we just took a guy like McKinnon because of his pass catching ability on DraftKings. That might not be our, our, our top priority over here on FanDuel because of the scoring and the way it's set up. Who knows how that's going to play out? So let's start uh, talking about some guys. On, let's just We've talked about guys. So let's just start filling out lineup spots. Who's your favorite quarterback on FanDuel with, with the price tags over here the way they are? So for this lineup, I might I might just start with Patrick Mahomes. Um, I agree 100%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the, the salary is like not as, as much of a thing on, on FanDuel, and the, the differences in salary for the quarterbacks is not as big on FanDuel as it is on, on DraftKings. Yeah, so, things are just bunched together more over here, man. So yeah. might as well take a guy like Mahomes. So. Uh, I agree with that one. It's just, just not that big of a gap between, let's say, Mahomes and all the way down to Purdy. It's just not that big of a gap. So uh, let's do that. Mahomes. So if we're plugging him in there, are we double stacking? If one of them's got to be Kelsey, though, right? I'd try. I'd start off with, with Travis Kelsey. That's going to be pricey. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think we can. I think we can go ahead and do it. We'll just hunt for some touchdowns. Are you feeling a double stack? You want to take a shot at a cheap wide receiver? I think there's options over here on FanDuel where we're where we're looking for touchdowns. We're hunting for touchdowns. And I think KC has a few guys in the receiving core that may not get like the volume and the PPR on DraftKings, but man, they are a threat to score a touchdown. And that, that could be enough to get you dang near in the optimal. So I kind of feel like maybe we abandoned McKinnon here. And we go with a another pass catcher. I'm looking at okay. those receivers for KC. And so let's go not Juju. Juju, I think, is more of a volume guy and you know, middle of the field. He's gonna work and get seven, eight, nine targets and all that. I want a guy who can catch a touchdown. Like the guy who's just been popping out is Kaderis Tony. Yeah. And Nicole Hardman's still still out. He's he's already ruled out this week again. So Tony. Just watching him when he's on the field and he's healthy, he's a guy there. Just they hunt in the red zone, man. They seek him out. I think it saves us a little money. What do you think about the, the Kelsey Tony stack? I like it. The 
the touchdowns are so much more important off FanDuel because you're you're not getting that full point per reception. So yeah, I, I agree. Let's like go for the touchdowns, and that's gonna that to me that's gonna be Kadarius Tony. Cool. Let's talk about some uh, let's talk about some running backs real quick in this particular lineup. There's a bigger gap with McCaffrey and the price tag over here, and we don't get the benefit of maybe if he has that big PPR game. We don't get that benefit over here. That's one of the things about taking him on DraftKings is all the passes. Uh, so he kind of needs to find the end zone, which he probably will do. It's McCaffrey, but I, it's a, it's an easier fade over here is what I'm trying to say to you. So who are some of the running backs we should be looking at in this lineup? Uh, first thing, I think we're in the wrong slate because <laughs> we got a super flex there. And I, I know there's like Mahomes' salary. <laughs> so I'm like, man, we're really running out of salary, but we don't we don't have to play defense. Uh, so yeah, we want to get to the uh, Saturday Sunday. There you go. We're yeah, we're right there. Saturday. Yeah, you know, hey man, we're just doing it for the people. Yeah, giving all, them all right. kinds of options here, but this looks more familiar. Yeah, yeah, Mahomes, Kelsey, Tony. Uh, we're on it, and then we and then we're gonna try and figure out some running backs here. Let's yeah. talk about some running backs. You got uh, McCaffrey, Saquon, or the, still the cream of the crop. Are you more likely to go uh, Barkley over here? Or if you're fading McCaffrey, would you just drop down to the next range? Um, yeah, let's actually try Saquon Barkley because I think you, you like Saquon. I like him. And I, I actually I do. I like him a lot this game because I think, and that, that kind of like if we're not playing Jalen Hurts, you know, we're not playing any like the Giants wide receivers, at least so far. Um, I think the reason the explanation for that could be like Saquon Barkley is just having a big game. Um, and that would make sense from the Giants perspective. So I'd, I would say, yeah, like if we're playing Mahomes, like let's try to put Saquon Barkley, that, that probably leaves us out of the uh, Christian McCaffrey range. Though. Yeah. So question for you on FanDuel would not happen on DraftKings, but on FanDuel, if we're fading McCaffrey, uh just to save salary, would you entertain the idea of playing Elijah Mitchell on a touchdown? Because, like, he's a touch, he can get touchdowns. Like, it's just a matter of luck with this team. Who's in the game when they get inside the five? They're going to run the ball. They're going to hand the ball off inside. Who's in the game at the time? Like we saw last week, Mitchell was in the game a couple times when they were down inside the five. And he actually got one. He actually got a touchdown. So, Touchdown is very much on the table. The volume is not. What do you think about Elijah Mitchell, man? Because we're going to at some point start saving some salary here. Do you, you have any interest in him on FanDuel? I do, yeah. I think Elijah Mitchell is definitely in play. And if we're fading McCaffrey, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we're fading McCaffrey. So let's plug let's plug Elijah Mitchell and see if see if we can't figure out. I mean, we're just looking for touchdowns. I don't think the big volume, but – Big volume is going to be there, but you never know, man, with the touchdowns of this guy. He may, he may fall into the end zone twice and end up on the optimal. And I'll, I'll say that another guy along the same vein that makes some sense is James Cook. Because uh, we're yeah. with his lineup, we're kind of fading the the, the Buffalo or yeah, the Buffalo Cincinnati game. Um, so I think that's a possibility as well. But he, like either one of those guys, like maybe like Mitchell, just because I get the like the pivot off of, of Christian McCaffrey. So we're, we're going up for Saquon Barkley. So we're kind of saying like Barkley's more of the priority this weekend than than Christian McCaffrey. And I, so I think um, that then Eli Mitchell, like that, that explains that pivot. It works because 
you're playing you, you're not playing McCaffrey anyway so now you're going with the leverage and hoping Mitchell gets the rushing touchdowns and not McCaffrey then you double whammy him not only do you have Mitchell but you faded and the 60% who have McCaffrey or who how many ever it's going to be it this says this says 34 yeah probably on a four gamer 35 is about right but on the two gamers it's it's, it's really a lot of leverage but uh uh, is there anybody else on FanDuel you'd want to talk about at running back and maybe even put in the flex or should we move on? Or or would you want to put James Cook in the flex? Yeah, I think we could end up, yeah, if we end up there, I think that's okay. We could even maybe plug him in now and see what yeah. that leads us with for the, the wide receivers. Let's plug in James Cook in the flex. I always like a, I always like a third running back in the flex on FanDuel anyway. Not, not, not imperative on a four-game slate, but yeah, it just feels good. So, uh yeah, let's move on then to wide receiver and fill out a couple more spots. We got 5,700 per spot. Plenty of, plenty because when you plug in a defense, you're going to save some money anyway. Talk to me about some wide receivers here. We've got the KC guys, and we could always run it back with some Jacksonville guys. And then anybody else you want to hit on on FanDuel wide receiver? I like the run back here. And I think the guy that for the price um, is going to be Zay Jones. Um, I, you know, I have a, maybe a slate preference towards Christian Kirk. But he's just not going to work uh, at 1100 more expensive in, in this lineup. So like I would say start with Zay Jones and see. Yeah, we should have enough salary left over there for for another you know defense and, and quality wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's see. Let's see. We plug in just any random defense. See where that leaves us with money. Just. Uh, like I said, defenses, they matter, but then they don't matter. You just never know who's going to score a random touchdown and all that other good stuff. So uh, let's say, I don't know, who, who's your favorite cheapest defense you would want to play? Just like anybody. It's so variant. Like, yeah. I really think you can go go anywhere. Like we saw like Miami's defense, right, on last weekend score touchdown. Like I would say you can, you can go – we don't have we don't have any Philly offensive players, so let's plug in the Giants defense. Yeah, they're the cheapest by. You just by never know. Are. You just never know. You know, and maybe Hertz is still banged up. And oh man, that would leave us seventy eight hundred for a wide receiver. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean that would leave us Christian Kirk if we wanted it, but I don't know if you want to go that route or anybody else you want to plug in there and there's talk a, to me. There's a pretty good wide receiver at seventy eight hundred on the dots from a game we don't. Yeah, you're <laughs> we don't right. Have. So. Okay, you're building a lineup situation like this. Yeah. I, I can zero it out with the highest projected guy, CD, or man, I could make my game stack look really, really juicy. Which which direction yeah. do you go usually when you're in this spot? This, uh, you know what? Like on a four game slate, I'd probably try to game stack over the uh, the higher own CD Lamb, but it's close. You go either way. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. It just it just feels good to see that double stack both ways, man. So let's just say it's Christian Kirk. Man, that lineup come together too easy. I think that's – I don't know how choggy that's going to be. You don't want to get duped, but that looks pretty good right there. I think that feels pretty good, man. So I think that's where we leave it, John. I think we've talked about most of the players, all the players we like, most of the players that are playing regardless, and – we built a couple lineups out. So, anything before we jump out of here? No, it should be a great weekend of sports. We got like UFC on. Uh, we got NBA. You got football playoffs, uh, hockey. Like this is a great time of year. So, yeah, just uh, enjoy it. Yeah, going to be a fun, fun weekend of football. I'm, I'm definitely thoroughly looking forward to uh, to this one. And 
and hoping we can get some good luck here in that Cowboys game and the Cowboys can advance on and beat the 49ers. But then again, it's double-edged sword because if they do that, then all my best balls are dead because I stacked all the 49ers. So I don't know how to feel about it. But anyway, guys, we appreciate you tuning in. Get in those GPPs. They're feeling fast. Good luck out there in all those tournaments. Until next week, I'm sure we'll be back for a little two-game action for you. Uh, that was Squirrel Patrol. I was your host, Chop, and we're out of here. 